Should kids... Can I ask you an Austin question? I don't even know the... Got that on record. Recording? Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? I swear to god. I don't know if it popped. I'll find out when I go back to edit. I am assisting you with your sock change. You're going to change my socks for me? You don't got to do that. Come on, stand up. Thank you, sir. Besides, you don't want to have to touch my right foot. I got wicked bad frostbite when I was in the scouts. Check it out. (coughs) Pretty messed up, huh? The hideousness of that foot will haunt my dreams forever. Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. But the weird thing is, I got no feeling left in it, so you could, like, jump on it, and it wouldn't hurt me. Go ahead, jump on it. I would really rather not, sir. Oh, please, please jump on my foot. No! Yeah, I didn't feel that. What else you got? Hey, get that fireplace poker right there and just whack my foot. Do I absolutely have to? It's gonna be fun. Just, just grab it. All my friends do this when they're wasted. <laughs> Come on. Go ahead, give it a whack. <laughs> Nothing. Really? Isn't that sick? Didn't feel that. Isn't that awesome? Go ahead. Nothing. Yeah! I know. I know you're starting to like it, aren't you? Chop that wood! Yeah, that's it! Ah! You're sick! You're sick! Why would you do that to me? I'm just kidding you, pal. <laughs> you, you want me going there? Welcome back to another episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I Am, episode 20. Got it right this time. Got it right. About time. Needed a month Episode and a 20, and we had plenty of time off in between episodes. Uh, it's been like, what, over a month? Uh, June 26th. So, yeah. Uh, a lot has happened in the sports world since our last uh, episode, and you know what? We're just gonna say, "Nice job." We're gonna let it let it go. Not even gonna acknowledge it. We're just gonna talk about the week that is now, or the week that was, rather. We'll touch on some some of this stuff. Um, but for the most part, we're gonna try and stick with some bigger topics. Uh, we are without Matt for now. Not sure if he's gonna join in. Uh, he's, he's very, very, very busy. Totally understand. Uh, but you know, we're going, we're going old school, keeping it Puma and I. Back to the old days. Yeah, back to the old days. All right. So, how, uh, how you doing? I'm good. Nice and recharged. Had a nice month and a half off, you know, did some sightseeing, went to Italy. Puma was, was the big traveler this summer. Went to the Bahamas, hung out, played ball, smoked a few good cigars, Yankees are in first place. Hmm. What is there to complain about? It's true. You could hear in the tone of his voice. He's he's so relaxed. He gotta be. It's the summer. He's even got the hat off, the hair, the lettuce is fucking flowing right now, man. 
Yeah, pregame softball. Yeah, we got a softball game tonight. Well, the night that we are recording this episode. It is Wednesday. Um, big, big playoff implications tonight. If we win tonight, we're, we're in. in. Then if we don't win, we have to really rely on the next, on our doubleheader tomorrow night, which we're trying not to do. And we're missing five oh. of our regulars. Skeleton squad tonight. So we are running our C squad. You know you're running out your weak squad when you got off the grid Corelli behind the dish. You know, so, you know it's, it's going to be a long night. I'm I'm at first base. Hopefully, I make the plays I'm supposed to make. Otherwise, it, it's not going to be good. I have faith in you, Chance. Well, that's good. Because I'm using faith. I'm using a fucking outfielder's baseball glove. It's it's <laughs> it's not going to be good. Anyway, uh, so let's get into it. Yeah, what do we got? Let's go start with obviously the sport that's you know in season right now is baseball. Little league. You could talk little league World Series if you want. I don't even know. Is that even going on right now? Yes. But they haven't televised shit. Yes, they have. What? Yeah, I've I feel been like every it. I feel like every time I would turn on ESPN in the summertime, that was on. I have yet to see it. It's on. always the third week of August. I think I'm just watching too much Maury and shit. <laughs> too much Spartacus, without break without breaks. You know, confession. I haven't even started that yet. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. Oh boy, you're disappointing everybody. Uh, All right, so MLB. So right. as it stands right now. The Yankees and the Dodgers are the class of Major League Baseball. Houston is not far behind. We've had a lot of surprise teams that are making a run. Like? Like the Indians. Sorry, of, I'm not sure about that. The fuck? All right, Alexa, not sure about that. But the Indians have turned it around since we last spoke. Mm. Uh, the Twins have fallen down in the standings, which I said you called. Yep, you called it. was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um... The Mets are apparently winning the World Series now, oh but we'll get into that. The Braves have run away with that division. Um, the Cubs can't seem to figure out how to win on the road to win a road series. And the Dodgers are running away with the West, and the Astros are running away with the West. So um, The Rays are hanging in there for longer than I thought. The Rays are hanging in there. I mean, the division is over. Yeah, but um, they got wild card chance. They have a wild card chance. They're in the wild card now. Um, but you still have a lot of season left. Um, I think that a lot sucks. Surprising disappointment. You know what though? And I'm not saying this as a Yankee fan. I'm a, you know, I'll call it as I see it, but I think that the Red Sox had a lot go well for them last year. Mm. You know, guys like Steve Pierce, Mm. they, 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 their bullpen was good. Their starting pitching was good. Chris Sale, Evaldi came out of nowhere. Everything happened with them. You're right. And you know what? And you, you can say the same thing about the Yankees this year. What yeah. the injury woes oh, that they've had? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And everything. Take the same team that's been doing it in next year, and you'll get this. I mean, hopefully not, but more more often than not, you're probably gonna get the Red Sox effect, where guys like Urshela and Talkman just not not really doing it. Like no, no. And you know, you know what's nice is that the Yankees have Dude, a, fucking Higashioka and Romine are hitting bombs. Yeah. I mean, you, you it's nice to have that men, that next man up mentality mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's working. Cameron Mabin. We Mabin. can get into all that. Yeah, we we can, but this is not that type of podcast. Yeah, we're not. We're, we can get into that for, for a long time. So but That's a good point you made. So, we are through the trade deadline, obviously. It is August 14th. The Yankees didn't make a move. There weren't many big moves. A lot no. of weird moves. Uh, uh, you yeah. had Marcus Stroman going to the Mets. Which, which which looks good now. It looks good now, but made no sense then. Uh, Trevor Bauer 
going to Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. That yeah, kind of I mean, didn't make any sense. Yeah. And Puig, Puig moving to the Indians makes sense because the Reds are out of it and the and the Indians needed a bat. So that trade makes sense. And Granky to the Astros obviously creates that three-headed monster then there with Verlander and Cole. Mm -hmm. So those are it wasn't a, as busy as I thought it was going to be because you know this was a hard deadline this year. You can trade after the deadline, but it's minor leaguers. You can't trade. You can't like in the old days the Yankees go go get like a Andrew McCutcheon in August. You can't right, do that right. this year. So you know it's um that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. If you say it's a trade deadline, then that's a deadline. That's it. No more no more trades after that. Yeah. So we since we haven't recorded and we weren't able to do an all-star break kind of podcast where we picked our, you know, MVPs or pre predicted MVPs, Cy Youngs and all that. We're going to yeah, do that. We're going to do that right now. It's well more than halfway through the season. So I don't think it's too, oh shit, sorry. Grape down. Grape on the loose. Uh, I don't think it's too out of the, out of the, unusual to start thinking about who would get those awards. Exactly. So let's start with, let's start with the American League MVP. AL MVP. AL MVP. Really? Yeah, let's start with that. Usually awards go from like least significant to the most significant. Like mm. Usually they save MVP for the last. Oh, all right. So then we don't have to do it. We could do Cy Young first. Uh, I was thinking Rookie of the Year. But all right, let's do Rookie of the Year. All right, American all right. League Rookie of the Year. Who you got? Uh, I'm going... Oh, this is a tough one. Because it's between... I know the popular choice. Everyone wants to see Vladdy Jr. But can't ignore what that dude in Houston's doing. What's his name? Jordan something. Jordan Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, I think you're right. Jordan Alvarez. His numbers. Tell me if I'm wrong, but his numbers are better, no? Alvarez. The thing about Alvarez is Alvarez is your the type of guy that hits a lot of home runs. He's hitting 346, 17 home runs, 51 RBIs. Um, I. Every time I've seen him, you know, when he's played the Yankees, he really hasn't hurt the Yankees. Um, struck out forty, so he struck out forty nine times in one hundred and seventy nine at bats. So, you know, he gets on base. He's got over a thousand OPS. His on base percentage is four twenty seven. His slugging is seven oh nine. Um, he walks. Uh, he's got twenty five walks. I mean, if you run his numbers up against Vladdy's, um, you know, Vlad. Thing about Vlad is that it's Vlad. Everything that comes with Vlad, Vlad Senior. Right, but that's you that, know, it. Shouldn't be. It's not a popularity contest. Vlad is hitting two seventy six with thirteen home runs and fifty two RBIs. Right, so less home runs than the other guy, but all this hype. I think the hype is hurting him. He's I, not. He's I not having. So he's not having a bad season. You know. Yeah, I mean, he has. The thing is, is that he's a decent fielder too. Well, this is the thing too, though, is that. Alvarez has had only had 179 at bats. Mm -hmm. Vladdy has had 337 playing. at bats. Right, he's been playing the whole season. He, pretty much, but the sample size matters. Of course. So you have to think: Is this Alvarez kid going to hit 350 in, with 337 at bats? But he's hit more home runs in almost a third of the at bats. Four more. Okay. Four more. Um, Still, you know, I'm just saying again. The hype surrounding Vlad Jr. coming in, all you heard about was him hitting bombs, right? And he just hasn't produced that quite yet. So, Baseball Reference does something cool here. Baseball Reference tries to see what they would do in 162 games. And 
The numbers they have for Alvarez are off the friggin' charts. Yeah. So this is the line if he played 162 games. He's got 604 at-bats, 57 home runs, 172 RBIs, oh my God. 346 average with 165 strikeouts. What? Yeah. So that's why the sample size matters because they're going based on the averages that he's had. He's played in 48 games. He's played in half the games that Vladdy has played in. Vladdy's played in not 90 games. So Vladdy is got his um Vladdy's statistics panned out for 162 games are a little bit more realistic. There are 23 home runs, he's gonna hit 276. Um his on base percentage will be 348. I mean, honestly, I think just by sheer if everything is equal, I think that Vladdy is your rookie of the year. Okay. I think so. I think Vladdy will be the rookie of the year because you got to think of it this way too. He's hitting 276 in the American League East. He's facing teams like the Yankees. He's facing the teams like the Red Sox who have a decent starting pitching. Okay, he's you're playing the American League West with Alvarez. Okay? The best team out other than Houston is Oakland. Mm-hmm. Okay? Texas is out of it. The Angels are out of it and Seattle's been out of it. Right. Meanwhile, Seattle started off so hot. Everyone's like, oh, the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, it reminds oh, me of some other fans. All right, so Vladdy Jr., AL Rookie of the Year. That's NL? my pick. NL? NL, Um, I mean. It's, it's between it's between Tatis, Tatis Jr. and Alonzo. Alonzo. And I think it's Tatis. I take Tatis. I take Tatis. I take Tatis because he's more of a complete ball player. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. both, both are having... Great seasons. And Alonzo could break Judge's record. I don't think he's going to break Judge's record. He could. Uh, he's got 38 home runs today. And the Mets have played... How many games have the Mets played so far? Uh, they're 61 and 58. So quick math. 119. 119 games. So they still have 30 games left to play. About, give or take. 162. What? It's 162 games. Yeah, so they put 119. Yeah, so I said about 30? No. No, more than that? 40. Yeah. About 40. I said give or take. I'm a social give studies teacher. Give or take teacher. 10? <laughs> I'm so- like, that's like when you use two or three, maybe. Well, I'm a social studies teacher for a reason. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. Tatis Jr. You know. Complete. Uh, even his plays in the field. And he's amazing. so much fun to watch. He is. He is. He's, you know, he's great with his glove. And it reminds me of a Jeter. Aggressive on the bases. Because he's, he can hit. Yep. And he's tall, lanky, shortstop. So I can see Tatis winning the yeah. National League Rookie of the Year. Hats off to Pete Alonso, though. He's doing. He's having a great year. Mm-hmm. All right, rookies are done. Let's go to Cy Young. And National League is easy. AL. Let's do AL. Um, I think it's either going to be. I think the Yankees are going to cap Herman. So I don't know if Herman. Oh really? I don't think Herman has going to be in he the got, running. He got. He's, he's sixteen and two. He got sixteen yesterday. The ERA is a little high for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wins just don't really matter as when much. When you're when you're on a team that has the best offense in baseball, right. you know you can have a four ERA and get away with it. Exactly. But he pitched well the other night. I mean, he did pitch well against Baltimore. It is ball. They are. It is Baltimore. But you still gotta pitch well though, because they are professional hitters. You, you see, know, like Bauer, like you just said, to the Reds. No, sorry, to the Nationals. Giving up nine runs. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. 
So, you know, Verlander right now is 15 and 4 with a 2.82. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty damn good. So, I'm going to go with Verlander. Who else is in the running? Um, I mean, it's for, for the thing is but pitching, it's so tough now because Verlander is an old school type of pitcher where he goes 6 7 games game in and game, innings game mm-hmm. in and game out. Yep. Right? These pitchers now, if they go five innings, right. that's considered a good start yeah, now. Hap. Hap went five innings today. Gave up three, three runs. runs. It wasn't a quality start because he didn't go six. But, but It's good enough for the Yankees to have a deep-ass bullpen. Yeah, and they won 6-5. Fucking Louis Sessa almost blew it. Again. But, you All know. Right, I'm with you on that. Verlander. I think Verlander. Yeah. I really can't. There's really nobody else that. Maybe Bieber. Hmm. Bieber can can push him, but Bieber just lost Bieber just lost today to the Red Sox. Um, you know Bieber did win the All Star Game MVP this year. Um, his numbers. He's you know he's a young kid, young pitcher. You know he's twelve and four with a three point two eight. So like that ERA that Verlander has is a two point eight two is outstanding. Yeah, and to me that that that's way more than the wins. Well, the, the wins are the same, right? No, no. Verlander's got fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Verlander's fifteen and four. Bieber's twelve and four. Yeah, no brainer. You know, I think that Verlander. the thing about the thing about Bieber is the Indians are going to be finding, fighting for that for a spot in the playoffs. So they're going to rely on Bieber to throw well. So if he can give them quality starts, and Verlander kind of you know runs out of gas potentially, Bieber can steal it from him. But right now, based on what I'm seeing. I think it's for a lander hands down. All right. I'm with you. NL? Ryu. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he is having a great year. Who else is in the mix? Kershaw's look really good. Kershaw hasn't allowed... Don't the Yankees play the Dodgers soon? Coming up. <sighs> Ryu is 12-2 and two with a 1.45. Oh, my God. Okay. So, I... Unless, that, Unless he really shits to bed. Um, and his career, for a career, he's 2.84. So he's not pitching completely over his head. Um, he is a good pitcher. You know, he's dealt dealt with injuries, and that's why you haven't seen a lot of them. But he's a good pitcher. You know, um, you have that kid, you know, Castillo, Luis Castillo on the Reds. Yeah, good pitcher, but I don't know about Cy Young. Um, young pitcher. He's not that young. He's young, he's, but not like... He's 24. He's young. He's the same age. No, 26. I'm sorry. I was gonna say he's 11 and forward at 2.69. Yeah, he's doing. He's doing well. But like you said, Ryu. Anything. If you if you have a uh, below three ERA, that's impressive. He's got below two. That's insane. You know, and the other one that's name is always thrown in the Cy Young miss is Scherzer. He's nine and five with a 2.41. Yeah, I mean, and and he seems to always turn it on. This time of year too, you know, and and you know, if Washington is in the playoff hunt, I mean they're six games behind Atlanta, but they've got a wild card. Spot they're too, they're right? in they're they in the hunt. They're in the hunt for the wild card. So you're going to see Scherzer throw big time innings. Yeah, um, hey, he's a guy. I mean, he he can eat up innings too. He's a fucking horse. Okay, they're up they're up a game on St. Louis for the to play home in the wild card. So. You know, I mean, think about it. It's, it all depends on September. You know, September. Everybody talks about this. Is why when we were talking about um, the Yankees in the beginning, and we were talking about these teams that came out hot in April, and I kept telling you, 
It's early. It's early. Now, in August, this is where it's important. This is where the games matter. This is where you see teams like the Twins, who played over their head all year, start to come back to the middle of the pack. You see teams like the Yankees, who started out slow, had the best record in the in the American League, and are fighting with the Dodgers for the best record in baseball. So, you know, it's not technically about how you start, it's how you finish. We can get back to this. Let's you know, finish up the awards. So, you know, I just, the only <laughs> thing I know, I'll, I know the rant is coming. You know, okay. So, uh, NL MVP, right? We're at the MVPs? Yeah. Let's NL- take a season. Let's go American League first. American League first. I think it's between Trout and LeMayu. LeMayu? LeMayu. <laughs> Guy's hitting over 400 with runners in scoring position. He's an absolute freaking machine. I know. He owns, he, he, I think he leads the league in multi-hit games. Okay. He's the reason why the Yankees are where they are. I agree. I agree with that statement. But I mean, this goes. This is a classic argument. You you break down the name, most valuable player, and that's what who's most who's more valuable to their team, Trout. I'm actually asking you this: Trout or Lemayhu? Right now. Right now. Lemayhu. But don't you? Don't you agree that without Trout, the Angels are, are nothing? They're nothing right now with Trout. But, They're 20 but games back. I'm just saying, especially without him. They'd be even worse. They'd be even worse. Exactly. Okay. So I'm going to pull up the numbers right now. Because, I know. Hold on. Wait. Hold the numbers. Hold the numbers. If we're looking just who is more valuable, right? It's Trout, obviously. Oh, I'm just saying, LeMahieu, yes. Huge impact. But... It this this whole run the Yankees have been on has been uh, a team effort of of ragtag guys, right? You're 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 not hearing much of Judge and Sanchez. I think Judge is hurt, by the way. Yeah. I think Judge is hurt. I think that oblique is hurt more than he's leading on. He hasn't pulled a home run all year. Everything no, he pulled he way. pulled a hit yes uh, earlier today. I'm saying he hasn't hit a home run. He hasn't pulled a home run all year. <sighs> I think he's hurt. Don't, say, hitting, that. Don't say that shit. I man. think he's hurt. Don't say that shit. He's anyway. gonna have surgery at the end of the year. Oh my god. Anyway. He just doesn't look like himself. Some at the depressing plate. shit. He doesn't look like himself at the plate. But I hope not. Anyway. So, uh So LeMayu has Who else is in the mix here? Because I, I know there's a lot of guys. You know, you have LeMayhu, Trout. Um, those what about are, Houston guys? Any Houston? No, no, nobody really. Altuve's been hurt. Correa's been hurt. Maybe Bregman. Maybe Bregman. Yeah. Guriel? Not really. He's been hot now. Hmm. You know, he's been hot now. Nobody really from Houston. Uh, Cleveland. The only one I can really think of is Lindor, but he hasn't. He's been good, but he hasn't been MVP level. Yeah. Good. Hey man, that would be awesome if if LeMahieu got it. Uh, I like him as a player, not because just, he's just a Yankee. And he's my type of ball player. Uh, he is your type of player, but What's he's the, a, but he's a ball player. He's a complete ball player. He is the uh, he is what people in analytics hate. Puts the ball in play, doesn't go for home runs, doesn't strike out a lot, hits for average, and hits situationally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Glaber Torres, though, my boy. Glaber future future MVP. future. 
future. I, you know, he's still got some growing to do. But he's he's, he's pretty but, damn good. Now let's get back to this Trout Lemayhew argument. Okay. Trout, this I'm going to talk yeah, about Trout's numbers first. Numbers here. Here we go. So Trout. Three hundred ninety nine at bats. Okay. Thirty nine home runs. Yep. One hundred and seventeen hits. Yep. Twenty seven doubles. One triple. All right. So you, you got... Ninety two RBIs. Ninety seven strikeouts. And he's hitting two ninety three. Okay. And let's just do on base. His on base is four forty. Okay. Lemayhu. Hmm. Four hundred and forty two at bats. So he's had more at bats. Okay. I mean that's as long as they weren't injured. That can go either way. Yeah. How many games have the Yankees, you know, guys batted four or five times in the game? So, um, 84 runs scored, 149 hits, 19 home runs, 26 doubles, two triples. Uh, he's hitting 337, hmm. and his on base percentage is 386. Ah, interesting. So, he's got a higher average, less home runs, lower on base. 66 strikeouts, less I mean, strikeouts compared to 97 strikeouts. I mean, they're almost also two different players in the sense that LeMahieu's going to get on base and score the runs, but Trout's going to be the one bringing them in. You know what I mean? Um, you know, LeMahieu's been leading off for the most part of the year. Right. So he hasn't been in RBI situations. But when he's been exactly. in RBI situations, no, he comes through. He he's hitting over 400. And that in itself is valuable. And he's played multiple positions. He's played first. He's played yeah, second. He's played third. That's a great point. Okay. That's a great point. So he's like a Swiss Army knife. He's he's valuable. That's value. You know. So third baseman goes down, DJ. You know. Second baseman goes down, LeMayu. Regretfully, I just think that people are going to see the name. They're going to vote for the name. He doesn't deserve it. But if we're looking at most valuable, I think LeMayu is more valuable as a player, but people are going to vote for Trout. It's, you know, Mike, it's, it's going to come down to those two. It's Mike Trout. I think so. I think that's fair to say. We're talking about a guy that has nearly 40 home runs on a fucking shit team and five-tool player. Yeah. I mean, amazing outfielder. And also five-tool infielder. Gold Glove winner. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's a fair assessment. All right, Chens, let's now talk about the National League MVP. And there's really only two options here. That's either Cody Bellinger or Christian Yelich. What do you think? Bellinger, you know, everyone used to say, oh, his swing is so loopy. Um, you know, you look at him, he's not a big guy. He's lanky. And he's using his leverage to jack the ball out, right? Yeah, I mean, ball and play. I know, I know. That's why I'm saying it's you know it's kind of so it's kind of like hmm that loopy swing is that even a real thing for him? He's hitting over 300. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I always tend to not to not like popular players in sports. Bellinger's just like the next one on my list, and I don't know. I just don't like him. You know, I just think that just don't like him. Yelich, Yelich has been Christian Yelich has been consistent from opening day till now. Well, Bellinger has. You know. Bellinger has. Bellinger has, but, you know, they have the same amount of home runs. Now, who's more valuable to your team? Well, considering the fact that the Dodgers are the best team in the National League, and they have guys like Trey Turner, they have, you know, Seager, they Are the Dodgers defined by their hitting 
Or their pitching. Their pitching is great too. Right. So that, unlike the Yankees, if you take Bellinger off the Dodgers, they're still good. Okay. If you take Yelich off the Brewers, they suck. They suck. Right. So I'm saying Yelich. Yelich wins the. Right, I can get behind that. MVP. I like that. All right, let's move on. Uh, who wins the pennants? Pennant champions? Uh, American League. Yankees. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 It's either going to be the Yankees or the Astros, and okay. it's whoever has home field advantage in the championship series, because that series is going seven. Oh, no doubt. Because a lot of Yankee fans say this, and I'm one of them. If the Yankees were playing at home in 2017, they would have won that series in Game Seven. The home team won every game, mm. and Yankee Stadium in October and Minute Maid Park in Houston are two different animals in October, and it's hard to win in those ballparks as a road team. And the Yankees are one of the best home teams in baseball right now. This fucking guy again. You got another hit. But this is the thing is I'm not just saying it because, you know, Yankee fan. Yankee fan or whatever. You know, yes, the Yankees I don't think many people are going Well, the thing is the it. the if now we did this a couple last couple episodes ago. We we put we compared side by side Houston and the Yankees, and some people are probably yelling at the radios right now, saying, "Well, what about pitching? What about the pitching?" We're, we're right? not live. Yeah, but what I'm well, well, you know, while they're listening to this, you know, you got to remember the '96 Yankees and the '99 Yankees oh, beat the best three headed monster. That's not this team. In the Oakland Bra- in the Oakland Braves, in the Atlanta Braves. That's not this team. But it's the same type of team. Okay. But it's not. The it's, Yankees, not, it's not the same guys. But but the thing is, is if you look at the bats and you look at how they how they play the game, the, the, that dynasty Yankee team grinded out at bats every night. They were getting into bullpens like no other. They were knocking starters out before it was even a thing. Before and back then the bullpens were not as good as they are now. But to beat Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz. Twice in the World Series, and twice coming back, once coming back from a 2-0 deficit and beating them three games in Atlanta. You know what? Granky is a bipolar bitch wow. who doesn't pitch well in October. Wow, that's that's a okay. low blow. He doesn't want to. He didn't want to come to New York because the scene was too big. He hated being in Los right. Angeles. What's wrong with that? Big. What's wrong with like, that? He, he was in Los Angeles, didn't want to be there. What's wrong with that? Okay, he's he so he's got a. You know, he's got an issue with the big stage. Okay, so... So that's why he's not going to pitch in Yankee Stadium. He's going to pitch in Houston. Okay. But he don't scare me. Cole don't scare me. I think he does. Cole don't scare me. I think you'd rather have him on the Yankees. No. So why do you care where he wants to play or not? Where he wants to play? Why are you getting getting so upset? No, no, no. My point is is that everybody's like, oh, Granky went to the Astros, this three-headed monster, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Granky is the Dan Marino... Of baseball, okay. okay. Yeah. He's a good. I think that's a better now. Regular season pitcher. Bipolar bitch. No, he is a bipolar bitch. Look it up. Oh. But he's a better regular season pitcher than he is in the postseason. He can't handle the bright lights. He can't handle pitching center stage. Okay, so he don't scare me. Okay, and the Yankees from time to time can get to Verlander, especially in, yeah. especially if Verlander pitches in the Bronx. So and plus Verlander's on the back nine of his career, regardless of how well he's pitching. He's gonna run out of gas. So, you know, the one that scares me the most is Cole. But the Yankees hit Cole, can hit Cole too. Okay. Now, I think that offensively the Yankees are better than Houston. 
Yeah, I agree. I think they have a better bullpen than Houston. Yep. It's all about the starting pitching. Yep. You know, when you have Severino's thrown off the mound, Severino's gonna be back. You know, and apparently he feels great. So you know, you could, you could throw Severino. I think Severino will be in the rotation. I don't think they're gonna rush him back because they don't need him right now. They're the division is locked up, and that's the thing. The Yankees can take their time with some of these injuries because of the position they put themselves in. You don't have to rush back a Luke Voigt. You don't have to rush back um, Stanton. You don't have to rush back Batanzas. You don't have to rush back Severino because of the fact that you have a 10.5 game lead and you're going to win the division. So, you know, you could say, anybody could say anything they want, but if the Yankees have home field advantage, and not for nothing, they've handled Houston all year. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go. They're gonna win the pennant. Okay. Yeah, I I agree. It's gonna be a good series, though. Houston. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Houston it's Yankees. gonna be a great series. Uh, NL. Um, I'm gonna go Braves. Wow. I'm gonna go Braves. Over. Over the Dodgers. Dodgers over who else? The is Cubs. There? Cubs. The yeah. Cardinals. Okay. I think that, you know, I don't. I think that the Braves can are a young team. Mm-hmm. Albies, Alcuna, they have Swanson. They have these guys who are young and have that. You know, they're pitchers though. F- uh, Fulton Navitz. Yeah. Yep. Keuchel. Um, Wasn't there another guy this last time he game with an N or something? The Braves. The Braves. Their pitching is suspect. Their pitching is suspect, but at the same time, listen, Clayton Kershaw is one of the best pitchers that we, we're, we're going to see in our lifetimes, mm. but he doesn't do it in the postseason, and that's been his big bugaboo. That's been his bugaboo his entire career. And, you know, the Dodgers have been there two years in a row. They lost to Houston. They lost to the Red Sox. You know, I... And plus, you know, not for nothing, I don't want to pick the two... Best the two best teams with the two best records, and the Yankees and the Dodgers to make it to the World Series. I mean, that would be an awesome World Series, Yankees Dodgers. You know, going back to the fifties mm-hmm. when they when they were in Brooklyn. But you know, I I think Atlanta can can upset them. Um, you know, the Cubs the Cubs can upset them too. You know, Lester Lester is proven in the postseason. You have Quintana, you have Darvish. Um, their bullpen's a mess. Darvish. You know, they have Kimbrel, but Kimbrel's hurt. Uh, getting the ball to Kimbrel is going to be a problem for them. Um, you know, but the thing that's in, the thing that is actually enticing to me is the wild card race mm-hmm. in the National League. Mm-hmm. You have so many teams that are two games, Tell us why. two games close. You know, it's not going to be decided. You have a bunch of teams fighting, and you know, a team like Philly, who you thought would be better, you know, is a couple games over five hundred and they're fighting. Um, fighting Phils. You know, you have you have the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Nationals. You have you have all these teams that are fighting for the wild card. You got the Diamondbacks as well. You know, and I know I know people are saying, "What about the Mets? What about the Mets?" I just said, "You know, what about the Mets?" You got Milwaukee too. Okay, it's true, Milwaukee. Here's the thing. Okay, about the Mets. Here we go. When the Mets were eight and two, or 
whatever their winning streak was. They won what, 17 out of 18 or 16 out of 17, whatever it was. They think they were 15 out of... 17. They were doing it against a, the, a Miami Marlins team that is a, at best a AAA team. They were doing it against a terrible Pittsburgh team. Teams you should be beating if you belong in the playoffs. Don't give me this, oh, you know, they're going to make the wild card. And then they go into Atlanta and they lose the first game. If you're gonna, if you think the Mets are a playoff team, what they do, what they do in this stretch of games, we talked about it. They play Cleveland, they play Atlanta, they play who else do they play? They play the Cubs. Cubs. You know, this is gonna tell you if this team is postseason ready, and they're not. Sorry to break it to you, they can't hit. Okay, McNeil's hurt now. They can't hit. Alonzo's your only offensive threat, and they're just gonna pitch around them now because there's nobody to protect them. Your bullpen sucks, and your starters can't go eight innings every night. Okay, and yeah, a blind squirrel finds a nut. That, that series against Washington, they pulled two games out late in the game against a terrible Nationals bullpen. Okay, so no, I'm not excited about the Mets, and no, they're not going to make the playoffs. I was expect okay. I was expecting a lot worse. Okay, uh, but the Met fan is an embarrassment to New York sports. Oh boy. Okay. The Barstool, you gotta give them credit. The Barstool Short Porch Yankee Podcast titled their last episode "the The Mets are an embarrassment to New York baseball" because they are Mets fans. Mets fans said because they are okay. No, they didn't say that they're sewer rats. They're, or they're sewer. They compared them to sewer rats, and this is why the Yankees are nine and one. and have nothing to do with you and what you're doing, and you care more about what they're doing than your own fucking team. In okay. In what way? What'd they do? Nobody knows. Exactly. No, they, no, no. I'm asking you, what did the Mets fans start chanting? Oh, after a game when the Yankees didn't even play against a team, I forgot who they were playing. I think it was against Washington. They're screaming, Yankees suck, Yankees suck. Okay. The Yankees are the best record in baseball. The Yankees have nothing to do with the game that you were just at. Okay. And so what? You've won 15 games in a row or 15 out of your six, last 16 games. Big fucking whoop de doo The Yankees have been doing it all year. Okay. Remember, the postseason is played in October. It's not played in August. Okay? And you've dug yourself such a deep hole that all that winning, and you're still two games out. Okay? So, don't give me that shit. Yeah. Okay? And to think, you know, we were talking, this was a big thing when we went off analyze this about Yankee rooting for the Mets and stuff like that. Um, you know, I am a Yankee fan. I'm not a New York fan. Okay, I hear you. And I don't. I want the Mets to be in the be seller dwellers the for my entire life. I do not want to see a Mets World Series because you want to know something. I won't be able to hand the fucking fans. So we said just this, like the Islanders. You said this the other day. I I don't think you hate the Mets. Listen, I think you hate the Mets fan. I hate the Mets fan. I love Alonzo. I love what Alonzo brings to the table. I love what McNeil brings to the table. Okay, I love the two young kids. I like Dominic Smith. Right? But I hate the fans because the fans are stupid. (laughs) They're stupid. Okay? You win 15 out of 16 games. Big fucking whoop-de-doo. Okay? The teams that are going to beat you in the playoffs have been doing it all year. Okay. Don't, and don't give me, oh, we could get, as long as we get in, win a wild card game, whatever. You're not even going to make the wild card game. Right? So, I don't want to hear it anymore. And Phil Hughes, you've lost your Yankee card. 
Okay, to post a picture of a Yankee Met split jersey like that is a, atrocious. It's atrocious. A Met jersey should be nowhere near the mystique and legacy of a Yankee pinstripe jersey. I don't give a fuck if they play in the same fucking stadium. Okay? You will always... The Met fan, whoever listens to this, if you stop listening to this show, whatever. I don't care. You will always be the little brother no matter what you do. Deal with it. Deal with it. Well... Oh man, you know what? I gotta say, I gotta be honest. I uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Mets. You just want to keep me going. That's what no, you no, wanted. No, to. No, 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 no. I really am, man. I, I I don't I don't hate them like you do. You know, I I I I guess I don't. I really don't give a fuck what the fans say. I mean that that whole chanting Yankees suck. It is really dumb. <laughs> And there's really no reason to do it, but it's not like I'm not hurt by it. I know you're not hurt. I'm just saying. It just proves my uh, point. It proves your point, I guess. But um, I'm excited. I, I like to see when the Mets are doing well. I would never want them to win over the Yankees, but. I don't want them to win, period. I know. You don't want them to win, period. I know. I I don't mind. I don't mind seeing them win. Okay. Well, they're not going to, so. <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to win the World Series. There's six, no way. They're 61-58 and 58 right and now. And I think it would be really cool if they made the wild card. They're not going to. We'll okay. see. Milwaukee's a better team. St. Louis is a better team. Okay. Washington is a better team. You know, outside of the bullpen, Washington's bullpen is atrocious. They've been having problems with their bullpen all year. So, you know... The thing is, is that they went on this the gigantic run, and, yeah, and they they they, they bad, never against e- bad teams. Yes. they were never even the Mets. They never were in a wild card spot. The closest they got was a half game out. And you know what? In December, that's what they're going to be talking about. They're not going to be talking about the fact that they blew the entire year for a span of three weeks. They played good baseball with a little luck on their side and easy strength of schedule. Okay, the Yankees have won seventeen games in a row against Baltimore. Okay, the Yankee, nobody's you know super super excited about that because that's what they needed to do. Okay, Baltimore's the worst team in baseball. Mm-hmm. You should win all your games against them. Mm-hmm. The last time they lost to them was in April. Wow. All right. Yeah. So that's that. That's that. <laughs> that's right. that. Well, so you want to change gears into a different sport now? Yeah. Uh, the only other sport that really has anything going on, I know you're going to talk about hockey for a little bit. I'm just saying uh, other major, I'm doing air quotes here, major moves, news, is uh, the NFL. Um, football season's upon us. I have to defend the crown. A little glory over there. Got looking at my yeah, fantasy, fantasy football trophy. Fantasy drafts coming up soon. Uh, got fantasy football, but most importantly, we got the NFL. We are in the preseason. Hard knocks is on. There's That's been, been there's an been interesting little, hard knocks. There's been a little chill in the air at night. You can feel that autumn weather coming. And yes, I just called it autumn. I can't. I, I, I could wait. I'm not ready for football. Oh, I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for the fall. Seas- love, I love the fall. I like the fall too, but I like the fall because that means postseason baseball. Mm. So my argument is this. I've always said this. And I think Matt actually said 
a really insane answer to this. He said the reverse. October, best best month of the year. Well, yeah, you got baseball playoffs. Football's football's in their what fifth week or in week mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. Uh, b- uh, basketball preseason's basketball. about to start. Basketball starts at the we'll end. Say, of October. We'll say like end October, beginning of November is and the then, best time of sports. And year. then hockey, hockey's, hockey's on the, just all starting. four sport. All four sports are are playing at the same time. Matt argued that April is the best time of year. April too, but you know what? People aren't as excited about opening day. As postseason baseball, though. And you don't get football. But you don't get football, though. You have soccer, right? When does MLS yeah, well, start? Well, soccer's, uh, soccer's in. When's MLS I was going to get to soccer. Well, so MLS has been going on. That's a problem. No, no. What I'm saying is April. Does it, are they playing in oh, April? No. Uh, actually, uh, no. I don't think so. So. Um, anyway. But. With the NFL comes a very popular story. Uh, Antonio Brown. You saw his feet? Oh, I thought I had I bad feet. I thought I had bad feet. <laughs> Dude, those things are fucking jacked up. And he got it from cryotherapy. Apparently, someone fucked up the he settings. He wear the right footwear. So, dude, you- that's crazy. He, You hear what he said? He goes, I came out and my feet were burning, but it was cold. That's got to feel fucking that's weird. That's horrible And then he goes, feeling. and then they, they use a scalpel to cut and drain drain the fluid. Or it was, it was leaking. I think that was oh. the word he used. And then uh, he said, eventually they had to go up to scissors. He said, my foot was so swollen. Uh, they were saying that he's probably never going to play again this season. But uh, well, I he mean, may not play again because he doesn't want to wear the helmet. Oh, either. we're gonna get to that. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I think he's, I think he's gonna just suck it up and use a new helmet. But the feet thing is an issue. As a wide receiver, you need to have your feet. You need to have good feet. Okay, you can't have, can't have fucking. Uh, uh, oh God. Help me out here. What? Come on. What? I I zoned out. The what you uh the movie Adam Sandler. Fuck. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. You can't have Mr. Deeds' feet. All right. The black foot. That shit's gross. Can't have that shit on the on the football field. Uh, a lot of skin damage. Lost a lot of skin. Nerve damage. So, it's gonna be interesting to see how he does. I think he'll play. I don't think he's gonna sit out with this helmet issue. Um, he wants to wear his old helmet, whatever that means. He's just a typical football guy, crazy football guy. Yeah, he that will, wants... he's a typical proven down a wide receiver. You know what? You knew that coming in, though. Well, this is the thing, and the thing is, is that I'm more worried about his feet than I'm worried about the helmet. I think that he's he's a special type of person, right? Even going back to being with the Steelers, and. You know, he flew into training camp on a hot air balloon, okay? And he ghosted them for weeks after the whole thing with the feet happened. So, you know, the whole thing with the helmet, you know, I can understand where he's coming from, though. Because players get used to any sport, get used to something, some sort of equipment. Troy Tulowitzki, you know, happy retirement, by the way, buddy, um, is used the same glove... For years, yeah, and that shit was falling apart. And you I know, Sidney Crosby using the using, same jock strap. Using the same, but since Pee Wee, since high school. What does that tell you? He's a fucking nutcase. No, no, I'm I'm thinking nothing. Nothing much has changed down there. <laughs> using the same jock strap from Pee Wee, and you're yeah, well, you're, he, you're, you're, he, you're an adult. Yeah, well, you know what? Either that, or it's just been that big and it hasn't grown. That's or, true. I don't know. That's true. You know, I don't know. Man dick, man dick Sid. Yeah, well, you know, he plays like a 
crybaby. Oh my god! Bitch. Acknowledge the greatness. He is a good hockey player, but you well, know what? what? Good. He's one of the best hockey players that we've uh, we'll, okay. we'll ever seen. There you but go. But at the same time, God, man, you're such a typical like New York fan. Because listen, I hate Crosby. I hate. I hate Ovechkin. I hate Ovechkin too. I hate. I hate these guys. But I'm not here like. I hate a Panarin. Oh, you cry baby. Dude, he, he's I have fucking, a shirt he's fucking that says awesome. Sid the crybaby bitch. Yeah, I know. Every every Ranger fan, like, diehards have that shit. You know, but the thing is, everybody hates him. Every I fan know, base boos I him. I know, I know. You respect him for what he's I'm done. I'm here to bash him. Okay. I can bash him the fuck I want. But, anyway. But, AB, the whole AB um, saga, you know, apparently he's going to be able to, to run soon. Um, I mean, I think he... He'll play. I, I don't see how running is going to be so much of an issue. He doesn't have to learn how to run again. He just has to regain the sensation in his foot, um, which will take time. Like, his feet have to recallus. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to basically just grow skin again. You know, uh, the nerves got to heal up, but that will heal up. And he'll be just fine. A little bit of extra tape, a little bit, a little bit of uh, duct tape on there, and he's good to go. Yeah, duct tape, duct tape fixes everything. Exactly. So there's the AB situation. Now we have a a plethora of star running backs plethora. holding out. Zeke Elliott, Melvin Gordon. Ugh. Um, you know, we actually were talking about this for fantasy. There's a lot of top tier running backs that are hurt or holding out, and there aren't that many of them anymore. Your girlie's not who he used to be anymore. Zeke is holding out. Before we get into that, I want to get into Zeke holdout. Okay. Because it, it piggybacks off of the Antonio Brown helmet shit. Okay. I I, I don't care what these athletes' set uh sense of entitlement is. Antonio Brown refusing to play because of a helmet change. They're looking out for your safety. Okay. Just accept it and play. Zeke Elliott. I know you want more money, but you're under contract for another year after this. Sorry. That's the deal. Why are you going to put your team at jeopardy? That's selfish. And if I, to be honest, if I were the fucking, oh, you you look like you're about to challenge. I am challenging. (gasps) This is is unbelievable. You're a Giants fan. I'm about to challenge. (gasps) Okay, hold on. <laughs> I no, just not. Gonna, if you, I swear to God, if you go down the path, I played sports as a, as no. a college athlete. No. Okay, good. Um, my final thing about that is, there are guys like Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper who need to be taken care of now because they don't have another year like Zeke Elliott does. Take care of those guys, lock them up, and then you take care of Zeke. Next year. I don't know why he can't see that. The shelf life of a running back is short. I get it. But if you're going to live with that mentality, you might as well not even fucking play. All right? Um, the, the team needs him. But if I were fucking... What's his name? Who? Oh. Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. If I was Jerry Jones, I'd tell him to kick rocks. Which he's pretty much done already. I don't. I wouldn't want that shit on my team. So you got a Levy Bell situation is what you got. Because that's yeah. the same exact thing that happened to the Steelers well, last year. And yeah, they replaced him with James Conner. Right, but he... had he, he was... He was in his last year. So he had a right. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? I'm in my last year. 
I've been producing top top tier talent numbers. Pay me. They didn't. Like Tomlin runs a fucking tight ship. But Zeke Elliott has another year. He's he has to just sit back and say, quarterback is the most important position in football. And Amari Cooper made our team so much better last but year. But is that true? Because we talked about that. And is the quarterback the most important part? So we did talk about that. And we came to the conclusion that it wasn't. But that, I'm not saying Dak Prescott Dak is, Prescott is, is not going to be the reason why they win the, exactly. the, the, he's a middle, the NFC East. He's a middle-tier quarterback. He needs help around him. But he's, effe- but he's effective. He's effective. Okay? But he can't and, throw the ball downfield. All right, but look. Who else would you take? Look at the other backups. Look at the fucking Rams backup. Blake Bortles. Did you know that? I did not know he went to Rams. He's the Rams backup. He's only a couple years older than Goff. He was a starter in Jacksonville. Labeled franchise quarterback. He was horrible in Jacksonville. He's just horrible. He's horrible, period. (laughs) He's just horrible. But you know what it is with Zeke? And the reason why I'm going to challenge you, and you kind of said it already, is the fact that the short the the shelf the shelf life of a running back is very short, okay. and the eight, the 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 Giants are going to do the same thing with Barkley in a couple of years, you know, football, not even the running back position, the most the position with the most le- longevity is a quarterback, right? Yeah. So when you're dealing with a DB, a corner, a linebacker, a running back, even a receiver, a tight end, you know, these guys want to get paid with a year left because they don't know how long. Because the thing about the NFL contract is that outside of the guaranteed money, it's not guaranteed. He wants that guaranteed money. Because what if he played, let's just say he plays this year. Zeke says, you know what? You're right. I'll have one year left. I'll play. And he's Ryan Seiger all over again. He breaks his back. He has. He's not going to play ever again. He just missed out on a, I don't even know, $150 million payday and guaranteed money because he didn't sign? Yeah, okay, but every player can do that. And a lot of players have. And you're seeing it with Melvin Gordon as well. But what's he doing? He's holding out. I know, but like, what's happening there? It's the same thing. And the every and jo- Jerry Jones has said it. And um, I think Philip Rivers kind of said the same thing. Is that... Oh, Mikey Ford. Uh, this happened like three hours ago. I didn't see the highlights. Oh, Relax. sorry. Oh, I watched it live. Great piece of hitting, by the way. Put his foot in the ground, went the other way. Two out hitting. Um, so the thing about running backs holding out, and I understand Bell was in the final year of his deal. He's on the older side and he was putting up, he's putting up hall of fame numbers, right? You know, Zeke on the other hand has had some on off the field issues. You know, he, he had, there were times where he, that's another thing too. And he hasn't been performing consistently. He's been, he's he's disappeared in games. I understand that. But you didn't pick draft him fourth to have him hold out and not pay him, right? Okay, that's true. There's a million Dak Prescotts out there. You can draft another one. That's true. Okay, there's only there's that, a blue chip running back is yeah. few and far between. It's hard to find. Yep, you're right. So that's so, why so I, maybe, I can understand him holding so maybe out. Maybe you let Amari Cooper walk. I think that's fine. I think Amari Cooper. You can because you know what the thing about Amari Cooper too is. In Oakland, he didn't do much, and he had Derek Hart thrown on the ball. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not forget about his first like two years. Okay, but he how was amazing? How many years is he he's been getting? In the he's getting the Julio Jones treatment. He's okay. getting doubled, tripled, dude. He hasn't been in the league very long. He's he's pretty young. 
You know, but if you between the three of them, who's the most expendable? Tamari Cooper. This goes back to our quarterback argument. You know, is he? I mean, maybe just throw to get a quarterback that's able to throw to him. You know, I mean, look at what. How many times do you say big moments? You fucking drop that. How the fuck you drop that pass? Yeah, I've said it a lot with Odell. But okay. <laughs> oh yeah, Mister Mister Fucking Hands himself. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is that. You know, you look at look at a couple of years ago, Nick Foles winning a Super Bowl as a backup quarterback. You know what? There are situations where you can find a backup that could put up the same numbers as Dak Prescott. Yeah, so maybe, you know what? You know, like, if, let's say, Dak Prescott was on the Giants, is he starting over Eli? No, he's not. No. no. Is he starting over Andrew Luck? No, no he's not. What? No way. That's my point, is you're... Yeah, okay, but my whole thing is this. Is he let me ask you this. Who's the who's the number one overall pick this year? That quarterback? Uh yeah. Uh oh my god. His name is escaping me right now. We talked about him. Uh oh my god, I just had it. Uh my point is, while you think of it, my point is is that Prescott wouldn't start over him. And he's a first no, year rookie I don't quarterback. Know about that. I don't know about that. He's the first overall pick though. What? He's gonna start this year. They traded Rosen from Arizona yeah, okay. to Miami so because I think Dak, Dak Prescott starts over him. That's a stretch. I think it's a stretch. I don't. I think Dak Prescott is a. I think he's a top fifteen quarterback, okay. if best. Fine, if best. I don't think. What the fuck is his name? Does he start here? Fine. I got another name. Does he start I, over oh. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo? Who starts Jimmy Garoppolo or Dak Prescott? Who do you start? They're, they're, to me, I would start they're Jimmy. The same exact I would start Jimmy Garoppolo. Same. You know, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Okay, I start. I would start Kyler Murray over Dak that's, Prescott. That's foolish. I would start Daniel Jones over oh Dak Prescott. Oh my God! Are you segway? What segway? Daniel Jones Whoa. is going to be the biggest fu to all Giants fans. Where's Stephen A? Get Stephen A. Get in here. What? Here, this is why. Everybody, oh. you, you gotta realize something. Oh, hold on, we gotta back up. <laughs> Dak Prescott can't throw the ball down the field, dude. Period. He's he's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones can make all the throws. How do you know? According to training camp oh, news, come and on. how and how he looked in that preseason game against the Jets, he can make all the throws. Goodness. They're already talking about. They're already putting a clock on Eli, to say when they're gonna start starting it's Daniel Jones. It's different, dude. It's different. But you just said, would you start Eli or Dak? I would start Eli. Okay, but now but they're, they're already. I put Eli and Dak on the same level. Mm. Who would I start, Eli or Daniel Jones? I start Eli. Okay. Just to start the season, because Eli is Eli. Listen, if Eli starts, which he's going to, and. He keeps the Giants in playoff contention halfway through the season. You keep playing them. Of course you do. Okay, then. Of course you do. You don't start experimenting until you know you're out of it. Well, I'm expecting the Giants to be out of it, to right, be honest you know with what? You. They might not be. Well, we'll see. We'll we see. We'll see. They're missing half of their receiving core to start the season. Yeah, that's a problem. That's but a problem. We'll, we'll talk about football at a later date. But, but uh, that, in I that sense. I cannot believe that take. Fucking hell, man! I don't you like you said I'm a Giants fan. I don't like Prescott. Prescott can go kick rocks. Oh my god! But come on, man. So, wow. speaking of quarterbacks, 
you know, we kind of touched on Daniel Jones a little bit now. Yeah, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck sitting out the preseason because of an ankle injury. Yeah. They're saying it's high ankle-ish. High ankle sprain, which is, you know. So now I heard, I just heard something on ESPN that he might be part of like a 5% of the population that has an extra bone in the back of his ankle. Greg Bird had that. Really? Yep. Is it a coincidence that they're both like fucking uh, Elmer's glue white guys? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, they said that it's bone related. Um, you know, but the thing is, you see a lot of these stars now sitting out the preseason. You know, like. Yeah, but he's sitting out because he's hurt. Well, they're I'm not just saying, even, even if he was healthy, I don't think he would, you know. He'd get more reps than he's getting now. He hasn't done shit. Well, he'd be practicing a training camp, obviously, with the one team, but I don't think he would be, you know, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary. No, if they I held don't think out. he would be practicing. I think this is like debilitating. Eh, well, I mean. Dude, Greg Bird, that was. Damn. Let's not it's talk not, about you. Greg Bird not, is dead to me. He's been in not, and out of a walking boot. They you finally do said something not like want to be compared to Greg Bird. No, you Holy don't. Holy fuck. No, you don't. Holy but shit. But that's, that's just pretty much all the NFL news that's out there well, right that's now. The, that's the run of the mill. You know, do you have anything with, um, with oh, the Rams? Yeah, real quick. Um, people are, are down the Rams. They say they're going to win less games than they did last year. Um, I think they made some nice improvements to the team. Not many. They picked up Clay Matthews. I think that's a nice addition to it. Maybe a couple of years too late, though. He's still effective. He's still he effective. doesn't need to be the guy on the team, though. You know. Okay. Yeah, they lost Sue. That's what I was gonna say. They lost Sue. You know, you still have your other pass. Your other pass rusher, Aaron Donald. Yeah, voted by the players the best player in the league. And he's an animal. You see his workout videos this year? Do I see his workout videos? Fucking animal, dude. He's fucking insane. He's a he's a fucking condominium. He's yeah, dude. He's he's not a house. He's a condominium. He is a tank. Yeah, he's a tank. Mm -hmm. He he's fast and he's strong. He's solid as a fucking rock, and he will destroy you. Exactly. He'll destroy anybody. You know. I uh, think that um, I'm just worried. I'm worried with Todd Gurley. I really well. Am. They said that the knee injury is he's got like arthritis, arthritis. in his knee. He's arthritic but they meets. said that he looks good in training camp. Yeah. I've seen positive reports on him. But yeah. you know the thing about the Rams is is that you're getting Cooper Cup back. Cooper Cup missed a lot of time last year with that knee injury. He's yeah. coming back. You know you have your receivers. You have Wood. You have Goff. Goff's going to take another year in his development. Cooks. Did they have Cooks? Did they re-sign that other running back? Bowling ball? No. C.J. Anderson? C.J. Anderson? No. So However, who's, ba- who's Gurley's backup? I believe it's a rookie who they're actually voting, they're, they're ranking this guy pretty high on the rookie list. So, you know, the defense was big last year for them. Defense drove the team. Uh, no, the offense. They were all about offense. But I only want to talk about it real quick. I don't want to get into the yeah, yeah. thing. But, so let's change, fan- let's change gears then. So this is all you. So Take it away. So... We haven't recorded, and last time we recorded was before July first. So the um, the Rangers have made a ton of moves since the last time we recorded. So I want to touch on hockey really quick. Um, the Rangers get their man; they sign Panarin, eleven point eight million, seven years, taking less money to come to New York. Had better offers from Columbus. Had more money on the table from the Islanders. So it shows you right there. He took less money to come to the Rangers. I wonder why. Just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> They they nailed down Truba, uh, eight million. Truba the tuba. Eight million over seven. You know, I think it came in a little high for my liking. I wish he would have signed for seven, seven and a half. Um, we saw the the goodbye for Kevin Shack. Uh, but 
you kind of saw that coming with the salary cap hell they were in. Um, you know, I, I'm, I was on board with the salary cap buyout with Shattenkirk, even though it hurts you next year. You have to pay the $5.6 million, but that's the only year you have to worry about it. Kreider's coming off the books next year, um, and you have some other players coming off the books that can help the salary cap, um, and you have a lot of your young guys that you don't have to pay just yet. Um, you can give guys bridge deals. Uh, Buchnevich signs a bridge deal, um, which keeps him in New York for another two years, which I liked. Um, and they still have to sign D'Angelo, Anthony D'Angelo, and Brandon Lemieux. So that's the Rangers thing right now. I am very happy with what they've done so far. Um, I hope that since they haven't traded Kreider yet, they're going to play with Kreider to the deadline and try to extend him throughout, try to extend him through the deadline. Mm. I would, I don't know if you can do this in the NHL, but I would like to see a backloaded contract mm. for Kreider. Uh, give him a seven for seven, seven for uh, seven for 49. So seven years at 7 million, but you pay him in the back of the contract. So maybe the first couple of years you're giving him two and a half, three million. And then in the back end of the, of the deal, you're giving your, his cap hit is more, um, more impact on the salary cap. Um, but that's just what I want to talk about the ho- hockey. I said Panarin was coming to the Rangers. I called it. Dude. Um, and I'm looking forward to October. I know we talked about that. Best, best time of year. I'm looking to go to opening night. If the Yankees don't have a playoff game, I don't have tickets that day. So that's the hockey talk really quick. I wish Matt was here to, to kind of kick it back with yeah, me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everybody went where I said they were going to go. You know, you had Bobrovsky going to Florida, Zook going to the Wild, and then their GM getting fired literally a month afterwards because it was a terrible contract. They gave him, like, a five-year deal for, like, $30 million or something like that. It was a bad, It's a bad contract. But you know what? Who knows? Maybe when if the if the Rangers have the salary cap or if they if the Wild can eat some salary, maybe the Rangers can get him back in a year or two. But we'll see. I'll leave that out in the open and hopefully it comes true. So let's since we are pressed for time today and we have so much to talk about, we are going to skip our trademark. We are going to skip guess that hat. Also the fact I forgot what hats I've worn. So <laughs> so it's been that long. So let's jump into the fan questions. We do have a few. Let's do it. So first first question comes from our boy Chris. Okay. Um, what's the highlight of been of what's been the highlight of your summer break so far? You want to go first because you've had so well, many. Well, it's 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 very hard to pick. I was in Italy for two weeks. I went to Venice. I went to Rome. I got to see my mother's hometown in Sicily. I went to Italy. Okay, I'm just telling people what I did. Okay, um, just a scouting report. Loved Venice. Thought Rome was too much like New York City. Um, too dirty for me. But the ruins in Rome, like the Colosseum, uh, the Forum, uh, that type of stuff, the piazzas, they were beautiful. Um, but the highlight of the trip had to be, well, there's a few. The first highlight was the fact I got to see where my mother grew up. I got to see her house, the street she grew up on, her town, her farm. I got to see that. That was really nice. Uh, but I got to climb Vesuvius. I got to climb Mount Vesuvius, go to the mouth of, of the volcano, it's got badass. to see over. It was it was beautiful. It was something I will never forget. So that's my highlight, climbing Vesuvius and going to Italy. What about you, Chance? Me, uh, simply going to Bahamas, vacation. 
Uh, me, me and Bianca went. It was lovely, very relaxing, and uh, I never went to Bahamas before. Really? Never. No, first time. Uh, man, it was just it was just a relaxation that I needed. It was it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, that was my highlight. Okay, very simple. So here's question number two, and this is what I want to talk about. If your state had two t- had multiple store teams for one sport, should you should su- should you support both of them? And this comes from me actually, because I wanted to talk about this. This is my question. Okay. Uh, no. No, I agree. Because uh, I don't. Although I don't mind if the Mets are winning. So we're gonna, let's let's talk about baseball. Okay. You're a Yankee fan. Would you yeah. root for the Mets? Period. Not if they were playing the Yankees. Would you root for the Mets? Do you want? Do you, would you support the Mets? Uh, it's, it, do I support them? No. So but, no. But but could is it okay to? I say no. Okay, we got to define support here. You want them to win. You want them to do well. If they're see, playing I, anybody but your team. See, I don't mind when the Mets do well, though. I don't want them to do well. But yet, it's not like I want the Mets to win, though. It's like this whole streak for me. I'm like, this is, I like this. This is fun. You know, but it's 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 expected of a team that should be playing well. All right. But the reason why I don't think that you should... You, it's okay to support both teams as two things. One is is it depends on the sport. Like hockey, hockey fans are so passionate about their team. Mm. You would never you would never root for the no, Islanders I, or the I Devils. I know, but let me let me let me rebuttal real quick with that. Is that it's easier for us to hate the Islanders? It's easier for us to hate the Nets than it's and that, you know than it is for. Well, I'm speaking on behalf of me, for me to hate the Mets because the Yankees and Mets don't always play and they're not like rivals in that sense. So I know you're a Rams fan, but if you were a Giants fan, would you for the Jets? The same thing, different conferences. But I, I probably wouldn't because football's different. You got 16 games, you know what I mean? Uh, baseball, you got a, a thousand games. So this little win streak that the Mets were doing, it's like, I liked it, you know? But that's the thing though. Can you handle the fan base? I don't. I don't get bothered like you do. It's just because it's so <laughs> stupid. You, huge fucking eye roll right there. Like I, you know what it is? Is I could talk to any. I could talk to anybody about sports, but I can't talk to a fan who thinks they know the sport and they believe that they know the sport. You know, not for nothing. There are a lot of Met fans who are like, "Oh, you know, we're, we're, we've been so bad. Let root for us. Feel sorry for us. Oh, blah. You've won all these championships. Whatever." No, fuck you. Like you were rooting for Boston when the Yankees were on that run. You were rooting for other teams. You know, yeah, there were some Met fans rooting for the Yankees. Okay, there are those people, but I could say more than half of the fan base was rooting against the Yankees every time they were in the World Series. Every time. So don't give me that shit. That hypocritical shit. Okay? Just because... You know why you don't have success? Because your fucking ownership is terrible. Mm. That I can get... It. That I can agree okay? with. Okay? Yes. So I'm not going to feel sorry for you or feel good for you just because you won a couple games in a row. Okay? You're a fucking Mickey Mouse organization. Oh, you always will right. be. Come up with a new sink. Well, that's now, what now it I'm is. even getting tired of it. Well, that's what it is, though. Okay? The Mets are a badly run baseball organization. Okay. Plain and okay, simple. Okay, we don't need to go there right now. Okay. Plain and simple. All right. Next question. Okay. 
So this, co- this one comes from Austin. This one comes from Austin. Our, our my buddy from Philly. So if you don't know, Austin has his own lingo, and uh, it's really strange. I have a whole dictionary of it in my phone. Um, saw the guy this past week, two weekends ago, at uh, one of our college friends' weddings. Shout out, me and Dean Massaro. Congrats. Congratulations. On the weddings. Um, Austin asks, what kind of wood are you trying to get in after the game? After the softball game? What, what form of wood? Well, there's a lot of forms of wood. So, if you don't know what wooden is, everyone that's listening, wooden or wooding, it's a verb. It's to to chill so good that you become a plank of wood. And you have to say plank. It's not peace. A plank like of drift, like driftwood. Like plank from like Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Yeah, you get a plank of driftwood. Um, so Austin, when we were chilling, he likes, to, he likes to reference a type of wood that we are trying to achieve in a night. So, so what type of wood, what status of wood are you trying to get in after the game? I mean, when you th- when I when you say wood, I think of another type of wood. Well, I just told you what it meant. I know, but I just had to throw that out there. It's a layup. Um, <laughs> there's three types of wood that come to mind. Oh, here we go. He's lo- I'm loving this. Bamboo. Whoa, that's that's a good one. Bamboo, soft but okay, sturdy. So, so, how would you describe the state of being in bamboo wood? Um, after a game, we, we blew a team no, out. Just say, just say like. Give me an example. Doesn't have to be after the games. Give me an example of bamboo wooden. A nice book. Wow, reading. Reading a nice book. Okay. Nice and chill, nice and soft night. With a glass oh, of wine and a cigar. Wow. Reading, smoking, and drinking, huh? Mm-hmm. Bamboo. Because bamboo is soft. Bamboo is but soft. But it's sturdy. It's flexible, too. And it's flexible. So you can be doing a lot of things at once. Wow. Okay. Uh, ash. Ash. It's one of Austin's favorite. Okay. One of his favorite types of wood. Ash is like a little bit stronger than bamboo. Not as flexible, but still soft. Oh, I know where you're, I know where you're getting these pieces of wood from. So these baseball bats. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, you're lucky I didn't say composite, um, which is a hard handle. Fake, um, fake wood. Yeah. Actually, not really. A composite bat is the handle is made out of carbon fiber and the barrel is made out of wood. Okay. So it is real wood. All right, let's let's get anyway, rolling. So Ash is kind of like playing video games, packing a lip, you know, wow. just hanging out in front of the TV. Yeah, that that is wood. That's a that is a status of wooden. Yeah, you know, with some music on, you know. Oh, wow, there's music. What kind it. of music? This is key. Um, it depends on the video game I'm playing. All right. So uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. I'm listening to orchestra. Ooh. Orchestra music, so like we're is, listening to pre, so, pre, pre, so Ash, To me, Ash. Your state of ash wooding mm-hmm. would be like majestic towards like the lower end of the wooding scale mm-hmm. because it, it's teetering on that just just chilling, mm-hmm. you know. Because like wooding is more than just chilling, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you're becoming wood. Yeah. All right, so you're playing some video games. You got a lit packed. You got some some music on that's that's tied in with the theme of the video game. Yes. All right. And last, maple. Maple wood. It's maple. Maple's See? very hard. Sweet. Very hard wood, very strong wood, very sturdy. Um, Sweet. 
Very sweet. Maple. Uses maple syrup. Maple to me would be hanging out with Steph, watching a movie on the couch with a blanket. A little rom com. Maybe How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, you know, like a, like a romantic comedy, like a hitch. That's, that is what rom-com, rom-com. means. Rom-com, yeah. yep. like a hitch or, you know, even like a Disney, old school Disney cartoon. Okay. Okay, just on the couch, you know, maybe what a, this is so going to be is, random. This is couch, this is in the house. In the movie, house. Not going to the movie theater. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. okay. You know, kind of just chilling, maybe with a bowl of cherries or something, just hanging out. That's... I'm I'm actually I'm amazed with the answer that you just gave me. I thought you were, I thought you this was a cop out question for you. I thought you were just gonna answer it and then go away. No. That was that was a beautiful analysis. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that later. And there's one more piece of wood. Okay, here we go. Birch. 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 Okay. Birch. Very rant very um You know I had a white birch tree outside my so house. So did we back in the day. So did we, right white, in front of the bow window. Right, right in front that of the bow peeled, window. The ship peeled right off. Right right in front of the bow window. So birch. birch? But let's say white birch. Right? White birch. You know, it peels, it's flaky, you know? Maybe that's a night you're going out with your friends. Yeah. Or maybe and, me and, and you're going to play golf or something. Are just, people are dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. Maybe even go play golf, you know. Just anything can happen type of day. Okay. Anything can happen. Because it's it. flaky. You okay. know, you're okay. you're you just go and just throw caution to the wind. Whatever happens, happens. Mm. There's no plan. All right. Well, it's gotta be wooden though. It's gotta be like chill plans. Yeah, chill. But there's you. But what I'm saying is you're chill with anything that goes. Got it. All right. Nice. So uh, my answers are are two. Okay. There's another one that I forgot. Oh to. my god. <laughs> By all means. Pine wood. Pine wood. Pine wood's got the smell. It's got the smell. It's got the sap. So lighting a candle. Lighting a candle. Lighting a candle. Just like we do here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say you know what? I'd say we're we're pine we're we're, we're pine chilling right we're now. Pine no no whoa whoa. We're pine wooden right now. No no no. You gotta say it like I this. don't know how to say it. We're I'm gonna tell I'm gonna teach you. Okay. Teach you his ways. We're wooding so hard or we're all we're pined we're pined out right now. We're pined out. And it's a nice, it's a good mental capacity to be at right before a game, right before a big game. Yeah, with our C squad. We got the aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. Got that pine, that pine wooden status right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. Um, for me, when we hang out with Austin and uh, the rest of the Pimp Squad, we try to achieve the level of Sequoia. <laughs> All right, don't know any characteristics about a Sequoia tree, but it is a great tree. It's a great big tree. Um, that's like, I would say that's the, that's the granddaddy level of, of wooden, but I got one. It's the California red, red tree, okay. right? Those, those big motherfuckers, mm-hmm. At, biggest tree in the world, right? Okay. That's ultimate wooden. You're missing two major pieces of wood. You got oak. Mm-mm. Oh, oh. Cause like oak is like the father of the... Mm-mm. Mahogany. 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 No, no, no. no. See, that's fancy. But that, but that's ma- fancy ma- wood. But mahogany wood, mahogany wooden would be like hanging out with your bros with, around a bottle of scotch and just shooting the shit. Wait, I think sequoia are the red, the red wood. Yeah, the red wood. That's the, oh, sequoia. That's ultimate. It's ultimate so wood. So I think like that, dude. And oh my God. And another piece of wood. Yep. Cedar. Yeah, these are these are good, these are good woods. 
Like these are good yeah. everyday woods, you know? You know, cedar is a soft wood. Yeah, you see, but see, yeah, soft. Like bamboo is soft, but strong. Cedar, no, no, Cedars, man. but cedar, according to Google, okay. cedar Google is say? used famous for lining drawers, chests, right. boxes. So it's sturdy. It's stable. It's, it's decorative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sturdy, but like how many times does a fucking draw break? All right? Exactly. Come on. Mm-hmm. Bamboo strong as shit. Mm-hmm. They actually banned bamboo bats. Really? Because mm-hmm. the bat flexes like a metal bat. Oh, that's fucking crazy. So when you make contact, the bat flexes and then repels forward, which mm. creates more Propulsion, velocity. yeah. More velocity. Yeah. Um, All right, well. But that's our, that was a great fan question. That was awesome. I enjoyed it. And I'm awesome. happy that I came to the qualifications of knowing you stepped it up man love it you know man of many talents I think that's the first hit Kershaw's given up all night he struck out seven in a row Kershaw alright so it was great to be back Ugh. It I really mean was. I, I know that we're two thirds of the crew I know Mac couldn't make it tonight and we'll give Matt all the time he needs on episode 21 that he needs to catch up and you know tell us what he what he was doing during his break, um, but it's great to be back. It was great to be back, and I'm looking. I was I actually missed this. You know what? No donuts today though. No donuts, no coffee because it was late. But you know what though? Everybody says, "Why do you do a podcast? Why do you do a podcast?" I'm like, "It's because I get to hang out with one of my best buds and just shoot the shit." There you go, and record it, and record it, and get paid for it, well, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But so, with that being said, I think it's time to sign off. I agree. Um, it was great being back. We'll be back hopefully next week. Uh, we'll talk about MLB. NFL season is right around the corner. Right around the corner. NBA is coming up. NHL, NHL. Train, NHL training camp opens uh, up in three I'd weeks. I'd like to get up. I'd like to get, talk about some soccer. I had it written down today, but only one league really started so far, so I won't be too uh, too crazy. But next week it gets gets more into it, and uh, it's just great to be back. It is. It's great, it to, be great back. to be back. I hope you guys missed us as much as we missed recording. So it was great. I'm Chen's Puma. We will see you next week. Take it easy. Ciao.